This is Brenda inside the Kid Code Playground, where, in the time it takes to have a coffee break, we shift stressed out families from painful parenting and kid chaos to positive parenting and calm kids using the techniques in the book, The Kid Code 30 Second Parenting Strategies. The unexpected result? You get your belly laugh back and ensure your kids keep theirs. In this podcast, pointed straight at your heart, we understand that parents struggle with two big problems, time and strategies that work on the spot. Every time you tune in, you'll find something to help you get right now relief in an upset with your kids, because every parent deserves a peaceful parenting experience, and every child deserves a peaceful parent. Are you ready? Welcome, peaceful, positive parents. Please remember that this is the place where you have full permission to be a mess as a parent, like the rest of us, and at the same time accept our warm-hearted invitation, Dr. Mike's and mine, to leave your parenting behind. Your ah, No, no, don't leave your parenting behind. <laughs> leave your parenting pain behind. <laughs> Please keep parenting. <laughs> So I have a special guest today, and I've had him on before. I'd like you to welcome uh, uh, Chef Dr. Mike. He's a board-certified interventional cardiologist, and I'm not sure what that means, but it's something to to help your heart. And a professional chef, definitely something to help your heart. And a a professor of culinary medicine. Boy, my words are missing today. He's at the University of Montana. Welcome, Dr. Mike. Well, thanks, uh, Brenda. Thanks so much for having me. And just so the audience knows, an interventional cardiologist, it's uh, as uh, we go through the whole process that uh, someone goes through to become a general cardiologist, and then there's extra training. So when somebody has a heart attack at two o'clock in the morning, we're the ones who get called to to open those arteries with things like stents. So it's just sort of a subspecialization of a specialization. <laughs> Well, thank you, Dr. Mike. And I know, you know, it's really interesting to me, the two approaches you've taken then. So the medical approach to help people with heart problems and this, the culinary medicine to help people, maybe to uh, avoid hopefully some heart problems. And I remember what I, you know, something you taught us last time, it sticks with me. And sometimes I purposely don't use it because (laughs) I'm resistant. And sometimes I'm so grateful I have it. And that is, you said, such good advice to say, look at the package and uh, if it's got more than five ingredients, you know, maybe decide if you want or don't want to eat that. So I very much appreciate that really simple, valuable, easy to remember advice. So today, as I understand it, you're going to uh, take us on a trip through the grocery story. <laughs> yes, the grocery <laughs> store story. So, um, <laughs> you know, I guess it starts with the fact that, you know, um, people who make the ultra processed foods and who package these foods, they're a crafty bunch, pun intended, um, <laughs> because it becomes a, a you know, a, a sort of a game of, of cat and mouse. Right. So um, I hear many people and this has come up because folks will say, OK, well, you know, Chef Dr. Mark, I know what to do because I just shop the perimeter of the grocery store and I stay away from the inside where all the boxes and things are. And, and I'm like, that's great. And, and that is a good strategy. Mm-hmm. But if you think that the people who stock the shelves on that grocery store haven't figured that out, 
you're mistaken. So oh. they figured out that, oh, if people are going to hang around the outskirts of that, well, we'll we'll put the packaging along there uh, and along those lines. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, just following that advice, maybe that worked a couple of years ago, but it's probably going to not work now. And as an example, if you if you just think about it, if you're in, you know, around those outskirts where, that say, for example, they have the fresh fruits and vegetables, and certainly in a number of the grocery stores that we use here in, in the states and, and that I visit, you'll notice little packages of stuff like you'll go over and you'll see the fresh apples. Well, that's great. That's a great purchase. But then underneath, it's you know how to make a caramel candy apple. You know, <laughs> under underneath. So they've got all these packaging of of things in there. You'll go again where the fresh fruits and vegetables are and you'll start to see, you know, prepackaged, in many cases, very ultra processed offerings. And those might be things as innocuous as a salad dressing uh, or a dip, you know, uh, for fruit, a yogurt dip uh, there. So we've kind of come back to us in terms of, hey, we got to up our game now a little bit. Uh, Because many of these things, like the salad dressings, like the dips and even the yogurt dips for fruit, uh, these are ultra-processed products. They're not really that great for us. And um, so one of the things is to start to think in terms of categories and not just the location of where you are in, in the supermarket. And so... Uh, there are several categories of things that we often think of as very helpful, but actually they're among the top six of over a hundred different types of categories of food. If we can keep just the top, you know, three or four of these in our minds to really avoid, or if we're shopping in that area, be really, you know, cognizant of it. So, for example, one of these is actually vegetarian foods. So we often go in and we're pulling out and we're saying, hey, this is, you know, vegetarian. That means it's healthy. Well, you know, almost 90 percent of what's labeled as a vegetarian food is actually ultra processed. And again, we're trying to shift that perspective to look at things even more simply. Is it an ultra processed food or is it not? If it's ultra processed, we certainly want to limit the amount we get, you know, if, if not completely avoided. So, so Dr. We, Mike, yes, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I have a question for you sure. here. So, um, well, I have some of those in my fridge, yeah. <laughs> those vegetarian ultra processed foods. I'm vegetarian mostly because for digestive reasons. And um, but I know I looked at the ingredients yesterday on the, the uh, vegan hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, oh. <laughs> first, of all, first of all, there were more than five ingredients. And second of all, what the heck is a, a something or other wheat gluten? I just knew that had to be bad. Yeah. So what they do, uh, again, is they extract the gluten uh, from the, from the wheat product. Um, that often undergoes additional modifiers and then it's added back and it can be added back to substances to give it, you know, a, a certain firmness, a certain taste feel uh, with it. Uh, these include, you know, things like lecithin, casein, which is a milk protein. They'll be pulled out of the whole product, uh, modified, very often modified in ways and then added back. 
And in the course of doing that, we we alter what we call the matrix, which is how nature packages we gluten. And then we can often alter the way that our body and then the gut bacteria handles those types of products. And it turns out that when we do that and we alter that matrix that way, it often has negative health effects for us. So we do want to avoid those types of things. What would be a negative health product just because it's not natural for, you know, the extraction process, as you mentioned, um, and the chemicals probably used in that. But uh, um, like, because I would like to say, quite honestly, I fool myself into thinking, well, this is better than that when this isn't better. It, <laughs> it, it might be better than that, but it's not better. And uh, and and part of that thinking, though, is uh, is and I can see why is because I want to try to be healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want yeah, to try to right. be healthy, right? Exactly. So, but we have to educate ourselves because as you said, the the packaging, the processors, like who 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 thought Twinkies was a good idea? <laughs> somebody somebody who needed to make some money but you know if we if we look at an equivalent I had a friend of mine I'll tell the story and he was like he's vegetarian and he said you know um, I'm trying to be healthy and we were having a discussion much like this and then he, he emailed me the other day he said you know I went and I looked at these uh, energy bars that I often take when I'm on the go instead of uh, lunch. I'll, you know, I'll just take this energy bar. He said, I started to read the back label, one of the most popular ones. And he said, I was blown away. I had to throw them all out. And there, he said, there's things like brown sugar, uh, brown rice syrup. Okay. And, and that sounds pretty good. Cause we say, well, brown rice, people have told us that's healthy. We should eat that. It's just another word for sugar. And, you know, sugar was listed in like four different ways on the label. And then there were all these preservative and things like that. And and that actually brings up another category, which are these uh, gourmet and energy bars uh, is another category that's around 90 percent of these are ultra processed foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we look at things and, and uh, he actually shared this with me as well, because we were having a similar conversation is yogurt and, and white cheeses. And so people have heard, and yogurt, when it is natural and has active cultures, is among not only the most delicious, but some of the you know healthiest foods we can eat. Mm-hmm. However, many of these yogurts have the natural active bacteria, which is the beneficial fermented part of that product. They kill it off and they pasteurize it because that makes it sit on the shelf a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And then to make it appeal uh, to the modern taste, they'll often add lots of extra sugar in the form of added sugar to fu- uh, fruit purees and things like that. So when he turned it over, he said, you know, I had to go through like six different yogurts before I found one that actually had active cultures, which means you're getting the benefit that you think. Right. I didn't have active su- uh, added sugars, but just had a little bit of natural fruit. Um, you know, and, and very often, uh, one of the tricks, just buy plain yogurt that has those active cultures and then add your own fresh fruit, you know, what you like in the morning, or you could add, you know, your own granola. But, you know, we just covered real quickly, Brenda, three of these sort of uh traps that are easy to fall into, you know, energy and gourmet bars thinking, hey, these are healthy, uh, veget- things labeled vegetarian, just because they're made with vegetables doesn't mean that they aren't ultra processed. And again, this is one of those categories where almost 90% of what you find in the store is actually something you want to avoid because it's ultra processed. 
And we talked about yogurts and white cheeses. Um, again, so many people, particularly when they're on the road and traveling, they're like, hey, you know, have a yogurt. Or parents are reaching to get those yogurt snacks, yogurt-based snacks to, you know, pack for their kids' lunch or give their kids a treat, when in fact those yogurts may not be uh, something that's good for the kids at all. So I have to jump in again. I'm so excited to talk to you about all this. So two things. One is what we've learned so far is we were made by nature, our bodies. Uh, our processed food was not made by nature. Therefore, the two don't work well together. That's number one. Yes. yes? Okay. Number yes. two uh, is really becoming aware, just watching like the yogurt is a perfect example for no added sugar and make sure you have your active um, cultures. Culture. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So those are simple changes, but then we have a big problem here. Our big problem is what do we do for our sugar addicts who is, is there a sugar, like, is the raw stevia okay? Is, is there anything that you can add a little sugar to? Yeah, and certainly, you know, having some sugar is, is not the end of the world. We don't want to avoid it. You know, what's really happened is that when we tear apart the natural foods and, and the, uh, companies go to put them back together and, and manufacture an ultra processed food. They add three things. They add salt, uh, lots of salt. They add lots of fats, particularly types of saturated fats, and they add lots of sugar. And there's a specific reason for that is that those three things um, we are pre-programmed as human beings that those give us pleasure in our brain. And okay. so when I load a product with that and you eat it and you go, wow, this is really good. It's lighting up the pleasure response in your brain like a Christmas tree. So and that's so good because that's proving I'm addicted to pleasure. <laughs> and those, we, we all are. I mean, those, that's, that's a human being. Right. So those three things, um, they light up the, the dopamine and all that. So that means yes. really what I'm going for is pleasure. That's wonderful because... We as kid code parents can find other ways to find pleasure for us and our kids. I was so interested. I saw a documentary, Dr. Mike, and it was about they took all the processed food away from um, Indigenous people in Australia, for one, and then some people with uh, kids who were, were along the autism spectrum. That was fascinating to watch when there was no more processed food, what happened to them. So this is not a little thing. And even though you broke a lot of hearts when you said the pun about craft, crafty, <laughs> it's it's so true that that I does the we have our best interests at heart for sure our heart our ourselves we do yeah but money doesn't have our best interests at heart so we have to become our own advocates and that's really important. So we're almost out of time for this segment, but is there anything else you can throw in those last few things, this trip around the grocery store? I'm sorry I interrupted you so much. Oh, no, that, that's, no. That, no that's great because I'm sure your questions, you know, uh, reflect the questions of the audience. And we always want to make it, you know, as as clear, um, you know, as possible. I think, you know, for, for today, if folks can remember those kind of three categories of food and, and just not to be faked out, 
that, oh, I'm at the edge of the supermarket and I'm around where things are fresh. Therefore, everything here is good and safe. Um, <laughs> just just remember that it's not, you know, um, you you mentioned indigenous peoples. And, and if we think back, you know, to that history and the history of our food, hundreds of thousands of years ago, right, we we had to use our skills to hunt and track and 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 find and gather our own food. And today we have to do that same thing, except we have to do it in the supermarket. So we, we have to use our brain power um, when we're in there and not be lulled into this sense of complacency and certainly, you know, not give into our own sense of convenience. Like you said, picking up that pre-done thing because it says vegetarian and saying, oh, this instant meal will be great because it's vegetarian and therefore it's good for my kids. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. So we can't let our guard down in the supermarkets, really the uh, takeaway message, as it were. <laughs> so we're we're trying to be intelligent, modern day hunters and gatherers in the yeah, supermarket. And, and that's what you're doing in the supermarket, right? You're you're yeah. hunting for the, the 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 best foods or the best prices, and we're gathering them and putting them in our supermarket. So it's a we are we are modern day hunter gatherers. I, I like that, Brenda. I'll be stealing that one. Okay, good, <laughs> Doctor Mike. Thank you so much for this informative uh, segment for our parents because I know they want the best for themselves. And they want the best for their kids, and your willingness to help us get that and them get that is very much appreciated. So, folks, please stay tuned because. Next week, Dr. Mike is going to talk to us about his book, which you definitely will want because it's a wonderful way to teach kids. So again, thank you so much, Dr. Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening and making your parenting life and your child's life more positive and peaceful. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to take a Kid Code course, yep, you can do it in the time it takes to have a coffee break. If you'd like to become a Kid Code teacher, or if you want to reach me directly to talk about anything Kid Code, I'm here. Thekidcode.ca Instant evolution into positive, peaceful parenting, one upset at a time.